podcast with your hosts, Bro and Billy. May watch South Park and May watch all episodes. Stan Kyle, Cartman, Kenny, four kids, the mouth nor potty. They're not good role models, but what Bro and Bill, they watch all shows. They talk and discuss whether they watch or not. Some shows are good, then there are some who just are so bad that we think that they suck. But we don't worry because the show won't for you a minute, not one second. Join Bro and Billy and listen to Shark Pod, the South Park Podcast, with your host, Bro and Billy. It's show, it's also a podcast. Podcast. They talk all about South Park. 19 season counting. How long will they be on? Well, we don't know. Don't know. Don't know. You know, the sad thing about this intro is. Is no. at some point it'll have to get changed. Yeah, <laughs> because you're saying nineteen season and counting. Right. Yeah. So, yay! Yeah. Uh, <coughs> Hi, me. Bill. Hi, Fro. Hello, everyone. Hi, everyone. Welcome to a brand new edition of Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast, and today we are into season two. Woohoo! Which means we are like three more years away from yeah. being caught up to date. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I'm just joking about that. Oh, um, but today, yes, we do start season two of South Park. And this is, I do believe, the longest season. I, I, I believe it is the longest season of all the South Park uh, series. Yes, it is. Eight. 18 episodes. 18. 18. 18. 18. Yes, it's 18 episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I promised the listeners a bombshell. A yes. bombshell. Yes. Um, I'm going to give you that bombshell. All right. This is my least favorite season. Huh. It's It's really... Uh, Minus some some uh, some episodes, this is um, this is a season that we will see after the two two first episodes that I will lo- lo- give l- low scores on. I watched it last week to prepare for for season two talk mm-hmm. with you, of course, and. I I after the two first episodes of season two, I I I, I there's actually no episodes in uh, season two that I I want to go back to, mm. and that's a bad sign. Yeah, I I I have a special love or interest uh, for the two first uh, episodes, but but uh, rest of it it's. Bland and kind of uninteresting. After yeah. a really good uh, first season, I think season two is kind of, yeah, it's kind of bad. Uh, and we will we will see how how this goes. But uh, I'm not that excited to 
talk about this season, to be honest. Well, you know, I think, and and I don't really have, you know, right now a general strong opinion on if I think this season is great or not. But, but I think with what I'm about to say could support your argument. The opening or the premiere episode, which we're going to get into in a moment starts on April the 1st, 1998. Mm. The season finale isn't until January of 1999. Right. So, and I think one of the keys that we're going to see throughout this um, is spacing. Like how, you know, like separation of time there is. Right. Because after... The first season, which was so huge, it was so popular, you know, it's almost into the, okay, we demand almost, would be the right word, more episodes. And this is Matt and Trey's best attempt at the time to give more episodes. Yeah, it feels a little rushed. Yeah, that would be the right word. Right. And it's kind of strange because uh, I saw the two first episodes of season three this uh, this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and I remember those two first episodes as so good. And and uh, there's a lot of I looked like through 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 the episode's name and, and there's a lot of my fa- favorites in uh, season three. So. It's kind of strange that I have this kind of. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not calling it a negative side uh, uh, view of season two. I'm just calling mm-hmm. it kind of neutral. It's kind of meh. There's nothing I I I. Well, there's something I hated, but but right. but but even that makes it a little interesting. Yeah, I could see that. For example, this episode. Uh, uh. Oh, I have some uh, maybe not popular reviews on this, but yeah. Well, let's not make them wait anymore. Let's get right into it. So, as I mentioned, the episode, uh, the season premiere is in April. I'm not going to tell you the date for right now, but I will tell you the intro. After four long weeks of waiting to find out who is Eric Cartman's father... Tonight's episode of South Park will not be seen, so we can show you the following presentation. April Fools! <laughs> yep, Trey and Matt pulled an April Fools joke on everybody. And people were pissed off. Oh yeah, and we're gonna talk about that. Holy... That. Holy, yeah. holy poop on a stick. Yeah, they were really angry. Um, so yes, this episode does air April 1st, 1998, and the episode is Terrence and Philip in Not Without My Anus, the HBC movie of the week. And to refresh everyone's memory, in the last episode that we did, Cartman's mom is a dirty slut. Not the last episode we did. Well, the, the of, last uh, normal episode. Right. The la- yeah. The, thank you. The last normal episode. <laughs> they showed a commercial during the episode 
of this movie. Yes. And it's like, oh, okay, well, it's just part of the show. Well, Trey and Matt, for some reason, and like I said, we'll get into it once we're done, decided, you know what? We're going to make a whole episode out of this. We're going to make this an April Fool's joke. So we do start off after being told that this is an April Fool's joke um, with Terrence and Philip at court. And uh, Philip is on trial because he is being accused of murdering a doctor, Dr. Dwyer. And the attorney, uh, the uh, the op- the other uh, attorney for this, is Scott. And Scott tries to prove, you know, Philip did this. I'm showing you all the evidence, including the piece of the shirt that is ripped off. And then we see Philip is actually wearing the shirt where the piece is ripped off. Um, and. It's just, you know, basically it's any TV movie. Just try to make the argument that, you know, Philip did it. So then Terrence goes on and, you know, he makes his case to make Philip innocent. And I like this one part where the judge is black. And he's like, oh, I see you're Canadian. Yeah, Southern Canadian. Which makes absolute no sense whatsoever. So then, you know, the jury is trying to read the verdict at Terrence and Philip. They just start farting all over the place. And they say that Philip is not guilty. And Terrence and Philip are happy. And Scott is upset. And Scott hates them. Scott just hates Terrence and Philip. Um... So after the court case, they go home and they try to, you know, celebrate by having some croft dinner. And um, so they meet their, you know, their pets. They, they have a dog named Barky and a cat named Purry. And this is the whole episode is just weird. It really is. Because, like... It, it's it just makes no sense, you know. Yeah. Um. So Scott then gets a phone call, and it's this mystery person, and they're talking, and we find out that this mystery person is Saddam Hussein. So Saddam Hussein is in Canada, and. He basically wants to take Canada over. Um, so Terrence and Phil, they don't know this is happening right now. And they're meeting with uh, this guy named Bob, who they refer to as Ugly Bob. Because Bob is so ugly from all the other people that when they see him, it's like, oh my God, you are ugly. You're the ugliest person. So they give Ugly Bob this bag to put over. And that's a weird one. It's weird because it's like, well, he looks just the same, you know, as everyone else. So um, 
So then they get uh, this letter that Philip's daughter has been kidnapped in Iran. And Terrence finds out that Philip has a daughter. And he's like, yep, I have a bastard daughter. I must go talk to my ex-wife, Celine Dion. So they go to Celine Dion's house. And he, you know, tells her, you know, that their daughter has been kidnapped. And, like, you know, he's going to go over to Iran and he's going to go rescue their daughter, bring her back. And then maybe, maybe after, you know, they might get remarried. So they go to the airport and they meet Ugly Bob, who works at the airport, and they're getting their tickets. And, you know, they say how they're going to miss Canada. And then they start singing the Canadian National Anthem. And everybody in the airport is singing the Canadian National Anthem. And... To be honest, folks, yes, I am an American. Yes, I like my national anthem. But damn it, Canada, you have the greatest national anthem of all time. (laughs) I don't uh, disagree with that. It's a really good one. And the greatest version, I have said this multiple times, but for those who have never heard me say this, I will say this now. The greatest version... Of the Canadian National Anthem of all time, Rene Goulet, or not Rene Goulet, Robert Goulet, at WrestleMania 6 to open up the show. Just the best version of O Canada ever. And to not lose listeners, I will not sing the song today. Aww. I'm sad. Oh. Oh, Canada, our home and native land, true patriot love in all thy sons command. With glowing hearts we see thee rise, the true north strong and free from far and wide O Canada we stand on guard for thee God keep our land glorious and free O Canada we stand on guard for thee. O Canada, we stand on guard for thee. Woo! Woo! Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. So while they're singing it, and not my version, because, you know, it's me. Uh, Scott is on the phone with Saddam Hussein. And basically the deal is you get Terrence and Philip out of Canada. And we'll get rid of Terrence and Philip. And I'll, you know, get, you know, start helping take care of Canada. So, so Ugly Bob tells uh, Terrence and Philip at one point that he's got a date. But we don't know who it's going to be. So, 
Um, Terrence and Philip, they get to Iran, and they're looking for Philip's daughter. And, oh, look, there's your daughter. Not being held hostage, not being tortured. She's just standing there. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, we found her. We found my daughter. Okay, time to go back. <laughs> so, um, so they get back, and there's this dialogue where Scott is on the phone with Philip, and they, you know, go into the whole like, "You're a dick, Scott. You're a dick. You're a dick. You're a dick. You're a dick." And Scott is like. I am giving you cancer of the head. And it's just, it's just stupid. So yeah. it is. So Terrence and Philip go back to Celine Dion's house. And, you know, Philip is going to, you know, have a family moment with Celine. And what do we see? <gasps> Celine Dion is with ugly Bob. What? What? Yep. And Philip can't believe it. And he's like, I was going to ask you to marry me again. And we were going to start a family again. And she's like, oh, I'm pregnant with Ugly Bob's baby. And they show him without, you know, the bag. And she's like, oh, my God, I'm going to have a horrendous looking baby. And it's just absolutely, this just gets weirder by the minute. Um... And then, yeah, eventually what happens is, like, there are Saddam Hussein flags in front of the Canadian flag. And, you know, it's like, huh, I wonder what's going on here. And then we get, I thought was the best part of this episode. <laughs> Two U.S. soldiers come into Saddam's, like, private bunker. And they're like, hey... We heard that you're trying to take over Canada. Relax, guy. I'm not doing anything. I'm just trying to help. And then they're like, okay, I'm just warning you. We're going to give you the minimum time to get out of Canada. Three years. And if you don't get out by then, then we will come after you. Three years to get Saddam Hussein out of Canada. Wow. So, uh, Celine Dion and Ugly Bob, they're in the bed together after, uh, having sex. And Saddam Hussein comes in and, you know, and his soldiers, and they ask about Ugly Bob, and Ugly Bob takes his bag off, and they're like, oh my god, what are you doing? Oh my lord, no, god. So, basically, they kidnap Celine Dion to sing the Iraqi National Anthem. And they're going to do this during a football game between the Rough Riders and the Rough Riders. And Scott goes over to uh, Terrence and Philip, and he talks to them about how, you know, oh, Saddam Hussein's trying to take over Canada, do all this. So he gives them this bomb. And he says, you have to go to the game tomorrow. You have to blow yourself up to save Canada. And at first they're like, all right, we'll, we'll do it. We'll, we'll go and we'll blow ourselves up to save Canada. 
So then they get home and they're like, you know, maybe I don't, maybe we don't want to do this. Maybe we, you know, maybe we don't want to blow ourselves up. So what they do is they make a phone call. Um, and they start making these phone calls. So we do get to the football game between the Rough Riders and the Rough Riders. And it's halftime. And Saddam Hussein uh, gets up on stage. Terrence and Philip are there. And, you know, they're, they're getting ready to do something. So Saddam Hussein gets Celine Dion up on stage. And he has her start to sing the Iraqi National Anthem. And I have no idea if... That is the actual Iraq or the Iraqi national anthem that they sing. I I don't know. No, I don't think it is. I I don't think it is either. If it is, I'm impressed. Yeah, but I don't I, think I, it is. Right, I don't think it is. So, Terrence and Philip, they now start telling the people, okay, now get ready. So they put on these gas masks. And it's like, all right, what are they going to do here? So everybody pulls their pants down and they start farting. They fart and fart and fart and fart and fart and fart and fart. And And basically the farting kills Saddam Hussein. Saddam Hussein has been killed by the power of farts. Yes. Yeah. So Terrence and Philip, they saved Canada. Uh, Scott is upset because they did not use the bomb. And then they decide to start singing the Canadian national anthem again. And it's a, you know, they back away and they show the, um, you know, the beautiful parts of Canada. And. That's basically the end of the episode. And then during the credits of the episode, they mention that Cartman's father will be, you know, who is Cartman's father? He'll be announced or answered in a few weeks on a new episode of South Park. And that is the season premiere of South Park, Terrence and Philip in Not Without My Anus. And what an start to our new season. What a weird episode. Uh, I have so many problems with this. Um, well, before we get into it, what yep. does IMDb think of this episode? 6.8. It's the lowest we have had so uh, far. I, I think I'd agree with them. That's the lowest we have had so far. I'd agree with them with this one. But you go ahead. Uh, I don't agree with them. I think it's worse. Mm. Uh, this is almost a zero for me. <laughs> a like, zero? I, 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 I'm, 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 I, I can't stand this episode. It's so only for it's only fart humor. It's farts, 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 and more farts. Like I like the Saddam Hussein thing. 
that is uh, one point. Uh, okay, so I can give it zero. Right. Um, the other thing is, uh, I like that they did this as spoof, so that's a point. We're up to two. Right. Uh, can I give it something else? Uh, no. Oh, the animation is good. Okay, I get. I I I just hate this episode. It's 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 terrible. It's the it's the worst episode we've seen so far. Uh, I give it a three. You gave it a three. Yeah. I, I, I don't... it's 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 almost unwatchable if you don't like the, the fart humor. I'm gonna agree with you on that. This is probably the worst episode we have seen yet. I will agree with you a thousand percent on that. If it wasn't an April Fool's joke, I'd be giving this show a one. I would give this episode a one. However, there are some saving graces. For example, it's an April Fool's joke. Yeah. So that that does give them a point. It does give them a point. Um, I think another thing is that we don't see the main characters the right. whole episode. Yeah. So I'll give that another point. Uh, um, for me, I will. Okay. Um. And the fact that they sing "O Canada" twice. <laughs> so, I, oh no, you know what? One more point. They sort of make fun of Celine Dion, so I'll give this a four point five. Wow. Out of ten, so that is the lowest rating I have given an episode yet. We, we agree. We agree that this episode is atrocious. It's, it's bad. It's really bad. But. I think there are going to be other episodes along the way that we see where we're going to think this episode is like Casablanca or The Godfather. Um, Maybe. There's episodes I, I hate more, but for different reasons. But this is this is just like, I, I, uh, I can't stand the fart humor. It's funny once. I like Terrence and Philip in the show because mm-hmm. it's not a big part of the show. When they go and get their own freaking episode, I get just like, oh, this is. It, it's it, if it would be funny, like you can do f- fart humor and do be funny at the same time, mm-hmm. but they don't try to be funny in this episode. <laughs> that is the problem it's only fart humor to have fart humor like okay they took a gamble on this you know they took a gamble on number one you know because everyone tuned in to see who was going to be revealed as the father and the gamble was ah we got an april fool's joke for you we're gonna do this I think the delivery of the April Fool's joke paid off. Looking, because I didn't see this when it first happened. But the episode as a whole is not that good. Mm. But I thought the delivery of the April Fool's joke was smart. Yeah. 
Um, all right, so I want to read the production first, and then we'll get to the reception, because the production is very interesting. Terrence and Philip in Not Without My Anus was written by Tricia Nixon, Trey Parker, and Matt Stone, and directed by Parker. It was the second season premiere and first episode centered completely around Terrence and Philip fictional cartoon characters within the South Park show. The title and general storyline of the episode parody those of the 1987 book and 1991 film Not Without My Daughter, starring Sally Field. The episode, which first aired April 1st, 1998, was an April Fool's Day prank by Parker and Stone and the South Park fans, who were anxiously waiting to learn the identity of Cartman's father after the cliffhanger ending of Cartman's Mom is a Dirty Slut, the first season finale. Instead, Parker and Stone presented an, an episode entirely focused on a Terrence and Philip cartoon with nothing in the story about Carmen's father. Upset fans wrote more than 2,000 angry emails, complaints, the Comedy Central within a week of the episode's original broadcast. <laughs> and media outlets said some fans harbored a grudge against the show more than five years after the episode was broadcast. <laughs> oh, Matt Stone said to Entertainment Weekly in response to the angry fan response, if you get that pissed off because you don't know who a little construction paper kid's father is, then there's really something wrong with you. Yeah. Alan Johnson of the Chicago Tribune said Comedy Central was punking out with the decision. Several reviewers noted a significant amount of crude and vulgar humor in Terrence and Philip in Not Without My Anus, even by South Park standards. The Sydney Morning Herald noted the episode contained 29 separate fart jokes in the span of 22 minutes. The Global Television Network in Canada reported no complaints about the episode in the weeks after its release. Huh, I wonder why. Yep. Alright, now to the reception. Reviewers were mixed on Parker and Stone's elaborate April Fool's Day break. Diane Wirtz of Newsday said of the episode, Fans rioted. Some jumped ship and never came back. The listen? Pay off our expectations or you'll be sorry. Jim Ming of the Omaha World Herald said South Park fans were duped by the episode. Philip Martin of the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, who said in May 1998, the South Park phenomenon was dead described the April Fool's prank as lamentable and part of the reason for the show's apparent decline. Others, however, praised Parker and Stone for making the move at the risk of, uh, of upsetting fans. Tim Claudefelter of the Winston-Salem Journal said, It was a funny, clever move that quickly separated the fans who truly got Parker and Stone's humor from those who were just watching for the dirty jokes. John Casimir of the Sydney Morning Herald said, It is gratifying in an entertainment world dominated by market research and common denominators to see a program that obviously doesn't care if you like it or not. However, he said the characterization of Terrence and Philip was too thin to be particularly funny and added that the novelty of the prank is lost in repeats in later years. 
Jacob Von Bayer said the episode continued a long history of South Park Canada bashing. South Park has gotten a lot of comic mileage out of Canada over the years. This episode portrays a country full of Bob and Doug McKenzie's. Toronto is but a highway town en route to Buffalo. Terrence and Philip in Not Without My Anus was among the episodes featured in a 2006 list by the Winnipeg Free Press of the 10 most memorable South Park episodes. The cartoon Sun, or the, or the Toronto Sun, listed the episode as one of the most memorable television moments of 1998 and the single most memorable moment from the month of April. The prank played by the airing of this episode was revisited a number of times in subsequent episodes. The episode, Cartoon Wars Part 2, revisits it by appearing to begin with a similar spoof, though the episode then cuts to the actual plot. The fifth episode, Terrence and Philip Behind the Blow, also references the controversy over the airing of this episode, as does the 13th season episode, Eat, Pray, Queef. Terrence and Philip in Not Without My Anus was released on VHS on June 15, 1999 as a standalone episode. It was also released on DVD along with the rest of its season in June 2003. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Wow. One of the most memorable moments of 1998 for television. That's... Uh... That says something. Yeah, I I don't know if I would go that far. Um, I I think I think yeah, I agree actually. Really? Yeah, because because it's that bad, or like people were kind of uh, waiting for for um, the secret of who who the dad was. Mm-hmm. Things like that. I, I just, I'm, I'm happy. I guess I could see the point, but I mean, it, I would agree with the Winnipeg Free Press saying it's one of the most memorable episodes because of the April Fool's prank. Um, see, see, because I'm trying to remember, like 1998 in TV. Like, well, there was. Okay, Seinfeld ends in 98. So that's a memorable moment. Uh, Everything that happens with Bill Clinton. So that's got to be on there. Um, Yeah, I guess you could put that in the list. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, one (laughs) One thing that should be mentioned is... With the Canadian Football League, there there was a joke that there was a game between the Rough Riders and the Rough Riders. Yeah. At one point, there were two teams in the Canadian Football League named the Rough Riders. And this went on, I have it with me, until 1996. So... Yep, at one point, the Canadian Football League had two teams named the Rough Riders. Really? I did not know that. Uh. Uh, maybe I could find out who 
They were. Okay, so right now we have the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Okay. Uh, ah, here we go. The other one was the Ottawa Rough Riders. Ah. They are no longer in existence. <laughs> However, Ottawa does have a Canadian football team now. Okay. They're called the Red Blacks. The Red Blacks? The Red Blacks. That's an awful name. Let's see how they got the name. That sounds uh, a little uh, racist. <laughs> Don't you agree? A little bit. Yeah. Uh, where did they get the name? I'd like to know where they got that name from. Yeah. The Red Blacks. Um, okay, I guess... All right, I guess these two paragraphs do it, but I doubt it. On May 30, 2013, the website sportslogos.net reported that the nickname Red Blacks and its French equivalent Rogue et Noir had been filled or had been filed by the Ottawa franchise with the Canadian Intellectual Property Office. On June 8, 2013, the team confirmed it would be known as the Ottawa Red Blacks. On the same day, the Red Blacks also revealed their logo, an italicized version of the R that appeared on the Rough Riders helmets from 1964 to 1991, surrounded by a red outline inside a black saw blade. Presently, the CFL does not consider the Red Blacks, or for that matter, the Renegades, as the successors of the Rough Riders in the same way that it considers the three incarnations of the Alouettes to be one franchise. Well, that did nothing. Yeah. So maybe if there is a Ottawa Red Blacks fan listening to this... Please tell us why you're named that. Yes, I would like to know. The Ottawa... So, okay, so was the Ottawa Rough Riders... And the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Yeah. There we go. Okay. All right. Now that we're done with that, uh, now is time where I'm going to pick a character. Is it your turn? Yeah, because you picked the last one. Okay. Because you picked uh, Cartman's mom. Yes. Now I remember. Thank you. Uh, Terrence or Philip? Come on. <laughs> but we're gonna see them again. Uh, this episode is only about Terrence and Philip. You have to pick one of them. All right. You know what? <laughs> I'll do. I'll do Terrence. Okay. And I'll and I'll save what I was gonna pick for another episode. Yeah, because this is only Terrence and Philip. Right. All right. So let's get into Terrence. Terrence is a guy, obviously. Yes. Fifty-four years old. He has black hair. He, has, he is an actor and a comedian. His last appearance was in the episode Royal Pudding. His wife is Katie. His ex-wife is Celine Dion. He has a daughter, Sally. He is voiced by Matt Stone. And his first appearance was in the episode Death. So, uh, Fro, why don't you tell us all about Terrence? A boot? Yes. 
Terence is Philip's <laughs> best friend, and other half of the all-star Canadian com- comedy trio duo. Sorry, um, Terence and Philip. He was born Terence Henry Stott in a small Canadian village of Toronto. <laughs> he used to date a Canadian singer Celine Dion and had a bastard daughter with her named Sally. The comedy duo briefly broke up prior to Terence and Philip behind the blow, causing Terence to lose control and become a total badass. But I have since been patched things up. Both of them uh, live together in Canada, love crafty uh, dinner, and recently got hitched to the Queef sisters. At the ceremony, Terence and Katie uh, were happily pronounced farts and queefs. Oh, isn't that nice? Uh, okay, so, uh, memorable quotes. Wow, Scott really hates us, Philip. Sorry, I lost the speech. Oh. Uh, my internet doesn't want to, uh, me to read uh, interesting things uh, for some reason. Uh, you fuck your uncle. Oh, thank God. The last thing I need is more kids. Why is it that every time somebody sees me that that they have to say, Hey, where's Ter- Philip? Like we are freaking married or something. Good point. They had some future episodes. They had death from uh, season one, episode six. Terrence and Philip were not without uh, my anus that we reviewed now. Carl Dolls, uh, season uh, two. uh, Sorry? I I think they mistyped that. It's Cow Days. Is it? Yeah, they, they mistyped that one. Okay. <laughs> because it says cow doys where I look. Doys. Yeah. Maybe it is cow doys. You can I'm Google that. I'm pretty sure it's cow days. Go- you Google that. Um, it's cow days. Okay, it is. Maybe. Um, season uh, 2, episode 13, as toys. South Park, longer uh, and uncut, the movie. Terrence and Philip behind the blow from season 5, episode 5. The new Terrence and Philip movie trailer from season 6, episode 4. Uh, I'm a little bit country, season 7, episode 1, they had a cameo. The return of Chef, season 10, episode 1, they had a cameo. Cartoon Wars, part 2. Season 10, episode 4. Canada on Strike, season 12, episode 4. Eat, Pray, Queef, season 13, episode 4. Cream Fresh, season uh, 14, episode 4. They had a cameo. Royal Pudding, season 15, episode 3. They had a cameo. Crack Baby Atlick Assassination, uh, season 15, episode 5. And... Premium isn't free. Season 18, episode 6. And they do appear in South Park, the Stick of Truth video game. That I'm playing at the moment. And it's Terrence really... and Philip. Terrence and Philip appear as monks in Canada, and after the player impresses them with their miraculous farting abilities, 
they teach the player the powerful fart known as the Nakasaki and add them as friends on Facebook. Yeah, I'm having fun with that game. It's really good. There you go. Uh, well, that's going to just about do it for us this week. So, uh, quick plugs. Uh, you can check out my other podcasts, including The Scorecard, That Wrestling Show, Nostalgia Crew, and Untitled Movie Project. I'm not really sure what the next one's going to be, but... Don't you know that already? Isn't it going to be the well, two yeah, of us? Well, yeah, yours is going to be coming up soon. Okay, good. So don't worry. You're. I'll, I'll say this. <laughs> I will say this, bro. Your episode will happen at some point in the summer. Okay. Please, please don't have the episode when I'm gone. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll try not to. Yeah. It's going to depend on Netflix. So Netflix, you gotta ship me those other movies before. Uh, Ship. Ship. I mean. Why? You have Netflix that are shipped to your house? Really? Just do your thing. Oh, come on. Actually, let me me check my DVD queue real quick. Oh, my gosh. You really do have a Netflix account that sends you DVDs, don't you? Yeah. Well, I mean, I also have the streaming. How old are you? I have the streaming, too. But why do you pay extra for 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 getting the DVDs? It's like seven, eight dollars. I could afford it. Why? <laughs> because, uh, you know what, bro? I am someone who likes the physical copy of a movie. Right. And sometimes I prefer that over. A digital one because with digital you don't know when you know like amazon and netflix and hulu they're gonna take stuff down yeah so i prefer the physical copy but okay let's discuss this another time okay <laughs> but that that's that's an argument that for me, it makes no sense at all. Like, haven't you heard of torrent technology? Like, you, there's, it's impossible to not find the movie online. Well, yeah, it's true. Impossible. That's true. Like, why have? <laughs> that's okay. That's wedge. You are a weird dude, but I Thank already you. knew that. But uh, if you want to follow me on the internet, you go to another digital citizen. Or, um, yeah, you contact uh, Bill here and tell him, hey, I want to contact uh, Fro. And he will give you my Facebook. Yeah, I will. All right. Next week, we will find out who is the father. Of Eric Cartman. And I, I promise, I will not give that a three. <laughs> yeah, I doubt I'm going to be giving that a four and a half out of ten. I highly doubt it. Yep. So, uh, until next week, for Fro, I'm Bill. We'll talk to you guys next week. Audio. <laughs>